Did you know that more than 240 million Americans are taking daily supplements in a pill form, but poor nutrient absorption means that the promised results are rarely achieved? Nutrients in pill form are mostly solid particles that are 10 to 100 times too big to absorb. So this is kind of like fine sand that you're ingesting. In addition, 40% of Americans have a tough time swallowing pills. So if you're not feeling the pills, if you are not feeling having supplements every single day in your routine that aren't actually getting absorbed, introducing Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell is an advanced nutrition company that uses clinically proven patent pending ingestible gel technology to deliver nutrients to people who can absorb and the, get the results that they actually can measure and it's all pill free. So it's a more natural experience and you will absolutely love these products. So this is actually a pretty breakthrough nutrient delivery system. It releases extremely small, soluble, ultra bioavailable nutrient particles, which basically just means teeny tiny particles, even smaller than in pill form, that are much easier for your body to digest and uptake. So these nutrition particles are going into your digestive tract where they can actually be absorbed. They're not just laying around. So think about it like little layers of sand that are just kind of compiling in your lower intestine, your digestive tract, and they're not getting fully absorbed. That's what's often ha happening. So it doesn't really matter how much, how great the branding is, how expensive the product is. If your body's not actually able to absorb the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals, then what is the point? So this is why I've been so excited. If you follow me on Instagram, you you have seen me posting about healthy cell gel packets, especially because I'm more plant dominant and I don't get all of the essential nutrients that I need all of the time. I take the vegan essential gels and I actually just ran out the other day. Healthy cell, please send more. But what is so great about these is that the bioavailability makes it so that you can actually feel the results much sooner. Um, I noticed a huge difference in my morning conference calls, more solid, uh, less mound-like if you will, which is far too much information, but here we are, whatever. These are great tasting. It's pill free. It's super convenient. I'm going to be taking more of these on my next upcoming trip. Um, I do notice a real difference. And what I love about this is you don't necessarily have to take it on, uh, you don't have to take it with food. I used to like throw up after I took a multivitamin in the morning, which is because it made me so nauseous. So they used to be old fashioned tablets and capsules, but this is a micro gel technology. I am so, so excited to be partnering with Healthy Cell. So make sure that you are checking out healthycell.com using the code hotter for 20% off of your first purchase. Again, you can check out the show notes for this link. You can also check out my supplement reel. I'm not a supplement reel, but my supplement highlight on my Instagram. And you can check out for 20% off. Use the code hotter healthycell.com backslash hotter. Again, that is healthycell.com slash hotter using the code hotter for 20% off. You will not go wrong. If you're more plant dominant, highly recommend the vegan essentials. And if you are not, and if you just want to check out their other products, they have them for sleep. They have them for energy. They have them for focus. You're absolutely going to love this product. Check it out. Healthycell.com. Use the code hotter for 20% off. plant-dominant podcast and resource for those looking to expand and elevate their health. 
Every Thursday, you can expect provocative and engaging topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness. Be prepared for tangible tips and takeaways, and to fully understand what it means to live an optimized and energized life. Uh, listen to your friends. Like they know. Like your friends literally know. I yeah. had so many friends give me interventions and like tell me I shouldn't be in that relationship. Oh my gosh. Hello, hello. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. It is long overdue for just a fun podcast. And over the past few guest episodes we've had, it's been deep. We've gone into trauma. You've heard me cry. We've talked about nutrition and wellness. And we have gone so far down the wellness path that I really wanted to give you guys something lighthearted to listen to. This is going to be like you are in the conversation with your good friends. You know how when you haven't seen someone in a while and you get together and immediately there's a million things to talk about and you just can't stop and the ball just, you know, we're just going downhill collecting, (laughs) collecting snow and, um, you know, gaining momentum. We have the beautiful Helen Hall. She's been a friend for a number of years since I moved to Charleston. And if you don't know her already, she has been on the podcast two times before this, where she gives more of her information, um, Uh, business-wise and entrepreneurial-wise, this one is a little different. So if you don't know Helen Hall, she is the founder of Blender Bombs, and not just Blender Bombs, but the 80-20 concept. She is also uh, an entrepreneur in the beverage space. She has created uh, smoothie bars, and she's just absolutely a multifaceted business entrepreneur who has found her passion and inspiration in the health and wellness community and has truly grown her business and her own personal brand that to fully shape who she is as a human. And I think that she is a walking, talking billboard and representation of what she stands for, which is treating people kindly, living living authentically with life and color. And what I love about Helen is that she there is no filter. She says whatever is on her mind to whoever is in front of her. And she is a wealth of knowledge because she has such a great instinct for not only people, but business. And she really sees the best in people. And I, it's hard to find women who push others into a success. And she's one of those women who will say your name in a room full of people to promote you. She is so secure and loving and I'm very excited to have her on again as a friend and a guest. You all will seek a lot get a lot of value out of this, but I do want to mention in our previous episodes that we've done together, she has talked more about her business journey, her weight loss journey, how she has how she fully created Blender Bombs and her entire venture through business and wellness, but this one is a little bit more specific and a little bit more girl talk. Like we kind of go all over the place talking about skincare. We talk about plastic surgery. We talk about, um, injectables. We talk about, yes, nutrition. We talk about entrepreneurship and business, but it really is more of a free for all two friends catching up and really spilling the tea. I will be honest with you, there's a lot going on. And if you listened to the Skinny Confidential episode that she was on, uh, the Him and Her podcast with Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick, a couple of while, uh, months ago that she did with Naomi Olindo, they really gave a lot of information. And this is definitely an expansion on 
that episode. So if you've listened to that, a lot of my listeners also listen to that podcast. So if you enjoyed it, she's going to give a lot of detail um, behind all of that. And I'm really looking forward to just sharing this episode with you, her energy, and just how much of a fun time human she is. But without further ado, let's get into this juicy, gossipy, entrepreneurial, passionate episode with my friend, Helen Hall. So annoyed. Don't be annoyed at all. We did start recording, but... We love that, but like, where is... I don't know. Can't I get it for cheaper at Style Exchange? You can get it cheaper on Poshmark. I can't do Poshmark. Why? I actually, I've never done it. I've never even logged on. It's so much effort. Yeah, that's fair. I have not taken these pants off in four days. Literally, like, I have not been wearing underwear. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, y'all, you and Naomi, Naomi looked so hot. I know, her levee. Y'all looked so good. We match. I was, like, high-fiving my phone while I was watching you guys. They're so cute. You're amazing. We had to get them to get married. Who? Naomi and Weston. Oh, my God. I know, she'd kill me for saying that. No, no, I... I even messaged you when I saw him. I saw him somewhere, and I like sent him, sent you a picture. I think, and I was like, God, he's so no. He tagged you in a in a bomb thing, and oh yeah, like, he was eating the bars. So yes. He's extremely good looking. Yeah, he is, and he's like, he's he has the little bit of feminine energy though. I love feminine energy. I do too. I'm obsessed with it. I like a guy with feminine energy. Let's talk about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, last time, so you've been on the podcast three times now yeah this is the third time and the first time (laughs) it was with your other relationship second time also in that relationship this time you are in a you have gone through single and now you are in another relationship yeah and it's polar opposites oh my god yeah two different relationships completely different relationships but genuinely it's you're different too and not 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 like the way you dress or your job or anything but just the way you carry yourself what do you mean? Tell me. So there, and I think that it's just something that I'm really observant of because I've been You've thinking about it forever. myself and I know you, but I think that you used to just be go, go, go. Like you would talk more about business. I think that in this stage of your life, you're thinking more about what you as Helen are passionate about. You're more into fashion lately. You're more into traveling. Mm-hmm. You, you're, Oof. you're giving yourself attention that you should have been giving yourself. Aww. And it's nice to see. Thanks mom. It, it is nice to see. And I feel like I've been busier than ever though. I'm like tired of being busy. Okay. Let's talk about a <laughs> day in the life. You just Therapy. got back from, <laughs> you just oh got God. back from LA from doing the skinny confidential. That was amazing. Incredible. I can't wait to hear it. Even I remember Casey me. texted me like right before I went out there and she was like, just so you know, like when we met three years ago, you said your dream was for Lauren to post about blender bombs. And now you're like going on for a second time. I remember that. And the first time she did, she had it just in her fridge and you like took a picture. You're like, holy shit. Did you see this? She got our box or something. Or maybe that was mm. Heather McMahon. No, oh, that was definitely fun. skinny. <laughs> I remember that. Heather McMahon. Heather McMahon. Like, poor girl. She tried has, those for a little bit. Still has glitter in her hair. <laughs> oh my God, too funny. But she, uh, yeah, you, you've been manifesting that for a long time. But she's really cool. I mean, she is like the most down to earth person and just the exact same in person as you would think she was, or as she is on the podcast. I, so is Michael. He's incredible. And I like that they question things a lot. They're very, yeah. And they're very supportive. Mm-hmm. 
You are too. You're one. You're a hype hype person. I try. Well, I think that the more you hype other people up, the more they hype. It's just a. Oh yeah. It goes around. Yeah, like no gatekeeping. We can't be gatekeepers. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. What book was that? There's in? a lot of gatekeep. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, okay, so you were in that relationship, and it was totally different. We don't have, okay, I know this is a broken record, but you have to give context for what happened. Yeah. You were engaged. Yeah, we were engaged, and then I was a week away from giving him 20% of Blender Bombs. Like, the paperwork was drafted, and it was five days after our engagement party, because our engagement party was pushed back a year and a half, because we got engaged, like, the month before COVID, and... Oh, and you had the beautiful engagement party on the water. Yeah, at Naomi's house. It was so sweet. They threw a party for me. And then, like, a week later, <laughs> her engagement was off. She, like, had, off. instead of buying me a bl- balloon art, she blew, you know, 100 a uh, hundred balloons herself i was like oh my god because you know she can go out and buy but, a balloon arch any day but yes. she wanted to like put the actual energy into her breath blowing me <laughs> with her breath, this balloon arch <laughs> she shows up to the party with like bl- burst blood vessels in her yes, eyes basically i swear to god it still traumatizes still traumatizing yeah so that was the most thoughtful thing ever everyone was so thoughtful for that party but yes yeah, so a week later we ended the engagement because i found out he'd been cheating on me like with several people so there was a rumor going around Charleston that it was people who worked at Blender Bombs. I know that's so funny. It was someone who worked at Blender Bombs who told me that's about what the I cheating. Think, that's what I think people misconstrued. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm pretty positive that's not the case. Yeah, pretty definitely positive. Anyone who worked at Blender Bombs did not want to make out with. <laughs> in fact, they disliked. <laughs> so okay, we're using. No games. one was sexually attracted to him. <laughs> and if you guys want to know more about like uh, Helen from a. a business standpoint her whole story that is on two other podcasts so do yourself a favor catch up on her lifestyle what she does with blender bombs we're gonna get a little into that but right now we're catching up to life what you're doing now present day yeah and for anyone out there hindsight is 2020 did you see red flags I saw and nothing but red flags. Okay. Why were you like, so blind? What is what was like the letter I remember one day someone being like, Why are you still with him? And I was like, honestly, because like I trust him. Like I know like there's security and that he would never ever like look at another girl or treat on me. Like I literally said that one time. And I thought that. I li- I never checked his phone. Like cheating was just not an option. Like because I was like, How could he yeah. cheat on me? Like we do everything together. That's what I was curious about. You live together. You work together. You eat, sleep, shit, breathe. Yeah. Like, how? I, I mean, I understand It was when I was how. out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One night was when he was flying. My mom had had, like, a stroke or a seizure. We, the doctor couldn't nail down which one it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, either a TIA or a seizure. And Scott and I went down to Atlanta, and I stayed with my parents for a little bit longer. Mom and mom was recovering, and back, and, like, that night was one of the nights he cheated on me when my mom was in the hospital. She like asked her to pick her up from the airport, and I don't think she did, but somehow they still ended up sleeping together that night. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! I mean, now I say, you know, good riddance, and I'm I'm happy that that happened now because of all the good that has come, and it was a tough lesson. But okay, what were the red flags? Um. He never made me feel loved. Like, I just didn't feel loved. Like, I look back through our text messages sometimes, and it's always, like, me telling him how excited I am to marry him or, like, me saying how much I love you, and he was always, like, love ya. 
Mm-hmm. Like he was never like, I love you so much. Yeah. Like now in my new relationship, it's we can't stop saying it. Oh. But it was always just not sincere. And you can tell when someone like physical affection is a big thing for me and he just didn't have that. He he we had an awesome relationship for the first six months. We did. And then the second we said I love you to each other, it's like he backed away. And he just kept pulling further and further and further away. I think he was intimidated for sure that I was um, his boss Mm -hmm. and, you know, people were admiring me. They wanted, he wanted to be the one admired. So he would always overcompensate and he would always like, honestly lie. There were so many lies. He tried to say that he came up with the name blender bombs. Like, (laughs) that's just not true. And like, he told a lot of his friends, he manipulated a lot of people into thinking that he was so important to blender bombs and integral and he was like he definitely helped the business in yeah. several several ways but he made me feel and like other people feel like it would be nowhere it would be not nowhere close to where it is today without him like total that's lack just of not confidence true, you know yeah like he did operations and the just like that's a replaceable job yeah yeah um but you what you can't replace is the face of a brand and mm-hmm. um the passion and i had that passion like since day one yeah and, and there's a lot of people on the team who have that passion and mm-hmm. i just felt com- i feel completely manipulated i was completely absolutely manipulated but i also knew that i shouldn't have married him and i was going to anyway well so I you had a gut feeling yeah so i accepted it okay so you're a you and me are both projectors in mm-hmm. human design and projectors i don't know what kind you are so like i'm splenic are you splenic, splenic. which means that your <laughs> intuition will just whisper to you oh it yeah will, it you like know immediately quick whisper and then it won't say it again because it's like you know i only told you once and you know and there's a you, lot of things i know that i need to change and i'm like fuck i gotta do it <laughs> like what what are some examples like there's some business things i need to change my position on mm-hmm. not necessarily blender bombs related but like mm-hmm. blender bombs is where i need to be yeah well, you have you're running how many different companies right now? Where you have Tipsy Spritzers, eighty twenty. And Katie Blender does Bombs. most of the like legwork for Tipsy. I mean, I I work a lot for Tipsy. It's just more marketing. She's more logistics and all. That. She. I mean, it would not it would not be a business without her. Last time I was with you on this same exact bed. By the way, we're in bed. Um, <laughs> last time we were talking, Tipsy was it hadn't even come out yet because production had taken so long because of the non-negotiables yeah now it's out it's, it's fire so fucking good i love it i'm not like a mimosa person and i'm really not a seltzer person it's not it's a neither seltzer. but it's a spritzer but it, oh you're right you're right sorry spritzer mm-hmm. but i'm like kind of neither of those yeah, we don't. but when i tasted this oh. it it tastes it reminded me of orangina you yeah orangina? It, exactly a lot of people say that oh it is so good it's amazing you guys have to check it out we have blackberry coming out what yes yeah hell yeah i'm so excited excited. okay so that's all going on and yeah so we're anyway we're uh, launching tipsy we've got the smoothie bar and was involved in the smoothie bar too trying to get him out of that and he's still in he's still got his fingers in some stuff mm -hmm. of course yeah but we're working through that he still has his fingers in the house a little bit we're working through that bless (laughs) okay well on on to the new we have to address the big sexy elephant in the room. Oh, so you are uh, dating another a guy, man. Yes, a man. And tell me how you met him. So we met on Hinge. We went on a What I liked about him is when he first reached out to me, it was like, "Hey, like he asked me a question about a picture." And like I was on Hinge honestly just cuz I probably for 5 minutes <laughs> wanted some validation, you know, just like bored, like wanted to see who else was out there, people 
or interested, you know, the yeah. stupid insecure things that happen after a breakup. And I was in Atlanta, so it was Atlanta Hinge. Like, I wouldn't touch Charleston Hinge with a 10-foot pole. It's was, impossible. Right, no. And I didn't even, he's the only guy I went out with on Hinge. But I liked that uh, right away, he just asked to hang out, um, mm-hmm. like, asked for a date and set it up. And... I stalked him on Instagram and we had some mutual friends. So I like, asked my mutual friends about him and he had a great reputation. So I was oh. like, all right, we'll go, we'll give him a chance. Mm-hmm. And he was cute. So we went out and, but I still, and he's tall. He's, he's like, so big tall. Guy. he's like six, four, but I was, you know, dating around for like the first three months that I was seeing him too. Like I told him I wasn't exclusive. I told him I was going to be dating around because I wanted you, to like, like see what that I liked. Phase. You needed something. Yeah, I wanted to see what I liked, but I just, lo- what I loved about it is if I told him I was going to be in town, like, he wouldn't even ask me what day I was free. He'd just follow up with, like, cool, I made a reservation for Friday at, you know, Umi for, at 7.30, if you can make it. Hot. I know. There's nothing like being decisive. Yeah. It's such a superpower. Yeah, it's it such really a superpower. Is. And it, it doesn't, you don't realize how taken care of you feel just by that one measure. It's just crazy. Like, thing. I'm constantly, I was... For sure, the masculine energy in my previous relationship, and like I'm for sure the feminine energy in this relationship. Talk about that. We kind of touched on it before we started recording. So you mentioned you were feeling like you were playing the masculine role. And by the way, for anyone who's in a relationship and you feel this way, that's totally fine if it's working. Yeah. But if you notice that there's no balance and you can't play any of the feminine, feminine or masculine energy, because I'm sure now you have the opportunity to. Yeah. Like if you don't need to, you don't want to. What was it like to have more masculine energy compared to more feminine? I was just always in charge. Like, I'm in charge of the business now and always making decisions. And, you know, every time we were hanging out with friends, it was my friends and, like, me making the plans. And traveling is me paying for it and me choosing where we're going to go. And I was paying for everything. If it was we were going to go work out, it was me initiating going to work out. Like, Mm -hmm. he just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. But did he do stuff for himself? That's what I want to know. Like, yeah, did he, he did. Because men have so many fucking hobbies. Yeah, so he did stuff hobbies. for himself. He, like, rode motorcycles and stuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Would walk the dog. That's nice. <laughs> I do miss the dog. He didn't exercise for himself, though. Right. He would, like, cook for himself. Not for me. He would, like... Actually, he would occasionally cook for me, but mostly yeah. for himself. But, I mean, that also is not really how either of you guys express affection no, is, like, I cooking. cooking. That's so crazy. He loves cooking. cooking. Wait, give me examples of how you have feminine energy in this relationship. I literally don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) You're just sitting around like, what are those, like, um, the fat, oh God, the fat woman like laying around naked all day (laughs) being fed. I'm so serious. Like I will work from bed till like 10 o'clock. He like brings me coffee at like nine o'clock and... If he does the laundry. I'm going to come get in bed with you at 9 o'clock. <laughs> okay. and be like, excuse me. Like, he does the laundry. And if we're going to, he has just a lot of energy. Like, he has to use a lot of energy. And so he makes me work out. He doesn't make me, but like, he goes to work out. And then I want to go because I don't like working out alone, of course. Mm-hmm. And if we're going on a trip, like, he's planning it, he's paying for it. If I have a problem, like, he's trying to solve it, he's always listening to me with work whatever he just is also very smart like he provides really outside of the box thinking which he's in medical sales like to be good in medical sales like you have to be a hustler yeah and so he is um that's also really 
it's really comforting to see that he has it seems like he has perspective but it also it's nice that he's taking the reins especially on payment because finance is a big thing especially for a woman who has reached a level of success and has run companies and is in a dominant position you know for him to say no no I got this yeah I mean he makes more money than me so he better pay for most of it oh hell yeah (laughs) never mind I I I still make the same that I was like three years ago you know just because it's either like you know give up more equity like to an investor and then I can get paid more but I'd rather keep my equity for as long as possible I love that I think that a lot of people don't have that interpretation of you how how (laughs) so I want to everyone thinks I'm rolling in it so funny but I mean you're smart with your money and for the most part I've made some mistakes like 50% of my salary that I made last year went towards tipsy yeah you know but you're everything that you're making not everything, but you're putting it back into the business. Or a business. Or a business. Yeah. So, well, trying to. Yeah. But that's that's smart business. I'm done with that now, though. I'm finally, like, in about two months, I'm starting to, I'll have all my, like, investments paid off. And so oh, I can finally yeah. start actually saving. That's amazing. I know. Two months? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because we're bringing on, we're bringing capital. Oh, got it. You know? Yeah. So I'll, my equity will be a little bit reduced. But if I had brought in capital two years ago, my equity would have been so much more reduced. It's like putting less so down payment like on a house. So it's like I tried to do it for as long as, long as possible with just me, myself. Mm-hmm. And now, like, we're at a point where we're ready to scale. So, so give me the monies, people. <laughs> so pipe dream. What does scaling mean for Blender Bombs? Let's say five-year plan. Oh, yeah. We have a whole, like, situation worked out. So... The reason why we started the smoothie bar, you know, three years ago is because there's so many reasons. When you have a brand like Blender Bombs, which is called a CPG, a consumer packaged good brands, there's this is going back to like four years ago when I started it or five years ago, I guess, almost five years ago. Once it reached, you know, a million dollars in sales, which it did in the first year, which is crazy. Out of your kitchen. Yeah. Well, the first few months of my kitchen, then we switched it. Yeah. I got a lot of cat hair complaints because <laughs> I was literally making them in my kitchen. Anyway, you have to decide. There's two ways you can go. You can either stay this like homey lifestyle brand and you're going to have really good cash flow for as long as you're working on the business and you're not going to have a lot of employees, like maybe just you and like maybe one other person, but you're always going to be working. Option number two is you're going to work like a dog for 10 years, five years, whatever it is. You're going to give up some equity along the way. You're going to be broke for a little bit. But one day you're going to get a big payday. and It'll all be worth it. Mm -hmm. So that's the route we decided to take. So because the other option is you stay local. Like my sales would have been probably local to the southeast, which they're still mostly the southeast. Mm -hmm. But now we're we're national, right? Like we're in Whole Foods and all that stuff. But to go into these Whole Food retailers, it takes a lot of money to grow. You know, it kills your profit margin. That's why when you are just a company that sells e-commerce, you have really good profit margins. There's honestly nothing more important than taking care of yourself. Because if you're not feeling your best, you can't be your best. Samukala helps you feel your best with powerful immune support powered by nature's superfruit, black elderberry. 
I'm so excited to be partnering with Sambucol. We have absolutely enjoyed all of their products. We have specifically enjoyed their effervescent tablets. I take those while I travel. I've told you before, I'm going out of town next weekend, well, this coming weekend actually, and I have been making sure my immune system is on point because I know it's going to be a wild time in Mexico with my sister. We're doing a girl's trip and we just do not have time to not be feeling our absolute best. So I'm bringing the gummies, the black elderberry gummies. I'm also bringing the uh, drink powder. There's these effervescent tablets. And so we're going to be drinking those on the flight on the way there so that we can stay hydrated as well as support our immune system. So this has been super incredibly easy to add into our wellness routine. So however you use Sambucol, you can't go wrong. Make sure you are using this discount for a limited time off of your next order of $9.99 or more at SambucolUSA.com. Again, that's 15% off of your next order of $9.99 or more at sambucallusa.com. Just use the code HOTTER15. Again, I'm absolutely obsessed with this product because it is absolutely so simple to incorporate into my daily routine. I use it. My boyfriend uses it. I'm going to shove it down my sister's throat so that we don't get any type of any type of anything on our trip and just know that we are supporting our immunity as we travel and as we move about our day-to-day lives. Again, that is 15% off of your next order of only $9.99 or more at sambucallusa.com. Use the code HOTTER15 for 15% off. about the health and wellness industry is that the research is always evolving. And I know I talk about caffeine all the time, having a half-life. That's why I don't really regularly consume caffeine, especially coffee, because it takes almost double the amount of time for that caffeine to leave your body. What's interesting is this is also applicable to melatonin. And melatonin, we all know like, oh, we're going to quickly pop a melatonin before we go to bed and it'll help us sleep, which yes, of course, but this is something that's naturally produced in our body. So wouldn't we want to just do something a little bit more natural instead of popping a pill and leaving us super, super groggy the next day? We have all done that. We've all taken one and woken up the next day and felt so groggy, like, was that night of sleep even worth it because we're so groggy the next day? So welcome to the podcast, the golden milk alternative tea for sleep, which is from Organifi. So the golden milk tea is a great alternative to melatonin, I have found, uh, just because again, melatonin does have a half-life. This one is more so helping you fall asleep and stay asleep just by calming you naturally from the inside out. And it's in a in a really delicious type of creamy texture, which is also anti-inflammatory based on the turmeric involved. And not only does Organifi make this delicious and creamy and frothy, but it also adds in things like adaptogens like ashwagandha and reishi and all of these medicinal mushrooms that help you to regulate your nervous system, leaving you not groggy in the morning, but also you're not going to be passed out on the sofa. It's going to kind of lull you into that beautiful state of sleep. I highly recommend taking the golden 
in the evening and then in the morning waking up feeling fresh and new and then taking your greens juice so I love that Organifi makes it super simple so you can do your alternative to melatonin gold at night and then in the morning you do your fresh and green um, especially because it's going to help promote like memory and concentration and reduce stress but also productivity so it's a really nice match so this is a great sequence for some of these supplements so you can do your gold at night to lull yourself to sleep and wake up feeling fresh and then support your mineral or your remineralization your hydration your food cravings your support for your overall wellness with the green in the morning and then of course for lunch if you want to add in some protein then do the Organifi protein powder. So those are some of the products that I absolutely love. You know I love the green powder, but I felt like I should probably take a second to talk about how beneficial the gold powder is as well. Um, I've actually been recently following along with Drew Canoli, who's the founder of Organifi, and he's been making this really delicious looking oat milk, turmeric, gold powder at night using the Organifi gold. If you want to check this out, you can use the code HTH for 20% off. They don't often give that type of discount, so if you haven't tried it, any of their products already, you can either get a digestive bundle or the gold or the green. Give it a shot at HTH for 20% off and just go to Organifi.com. Um, if you click on the link in the show notes or anywhere on my Instagram where it says supplements, you can get a direct link to it or just go to Organifi.com backslash HTH and use the code HTH for 20% off. Super, super simple and an amazing way to support the podcast. Thank you so much Organifi for being a loyal sponsor of Hotter Than Health. margins and I saved all that money to fund our retail growth because you lose you're not, money you're not paying for shelf space and yeah when you're a lifestyle like brand yeah. like a, just an e-commerce brand you don't have to pay for all this overhead Ugh. and then but companies bigger companies like a Kellogg's isn't going to be as interested in acquiring you unless you show proof of sales and like a Whole Foods mm. and you know Publix or Walmart whatever it is Costco stuff like that like you've got to tr- show track record to for your valuation to be increased yeah. for someone to want to buy you out. So that was the first thing with blender bombs. The second thing, um, it's, it's really hard to get people in a Walmart, or like a Whole Foods or a Costco to find the blender bombs and the, you know, f- 50 aisles that they have mm-hmm. specifically look at your blender bomb product, acknowledge that they like smoothies or oatmeal bowls or whatever, and then buy the product. Mm-hmm. But at a smoothie bar, People who go to smoothie bars, they're already like you've weeded out the people that yeah. don't aren't interested in your product. Like people who go into a smoothie bar, so smart. they're interested in your product. So you're going to be able to turn those people into customers real quick mm-hmm. if your staff is trained to educate them on what a blender bomb is. If the layout of your store is like right now, our layout isn't isn't that way. But when we franchise, it will be better. So we wholesale the blender bombs to the smoothie bar. So mm-hmm. the smoothie bar. Makes money off the Blender Bombs, yeah, but Blender Bombs makes money off the smoothie bar, and I've got to ship them both, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can scale the smoothie bar, like, Blender Bombs will have passive income because every smoothie has a Blender Bomb. I never really knew the process of what that looked like. And the reason why we're so slow to expand the smoothie bar, we've had so many options to, like, open other locations, but we want to franchise. Franchise... FDD process is, you know, 
long. We're almost we're like ninety nine percent done. That's awesome. But most juice bars and smoothie bars make you know fifty percent of their revenue comes from juice, whereas the majority a lot or forty percent of our revenue comes from retail. And so we have an advantage that way. Like mm-hmm. our, the smoothie bar does make good money. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, we're just like paying off old debts from you know the meeting street location that didn't work and paying off like buying out old business partners things like that (laughs) so we're close to scaling it which is good that's amazing and then other like things in the next five years we got to start a podcast about growing blender bombs about the business because there's so many mistakes that i've made and there's so many things that i'm learning Mm -hmm. that and there's so many people who like ask for mentorship which is amazing but i'd rather just do a podcast where we can get it all out there you need to you need I've to. got to, but like, will you edit it? Like, I don't. I mean, I'll give you my guy. Oh, you have an editor? Yeah, I finally do. After like three and a half years. It's yeah, like you I can't, can't be editing stuff Absolutely yourself. not. Mm-hmm. It just, it was taking seven hours a week. I was huh? like, this is so fucking much. You don't have seven hours. Well, it's just like, I don't want to do that for seven hours. I love it. For, <laughs> I love knowing how to do it, but I don't want to do it now. I'm like now working on advertisers. So that, that's so proud is, of you. Oh, I love you. Well, whenever you're ready to start a podcast and I'm pretty sure that as soon as it I'm comes out, like it's, now. you need to do it and I will help you with whatever you need. Okay, I'm ready now. Literally, I will set up links. Okay, I'm ready now. Skinny Confidential also uses Libsyn, my same platform. So we're, we're all set. I'll teach you everything. Go. Okay. Um, okay. That's amazing. Five-year plan. Oh, a documentary. Yes. Oh. Or you, docuseries. Where you want to what? I think you talked about this on the last Gain one. Gain the 30 pounds and lose it. When is that happening? But now I'm like, as because it's something that we're actively, we've been inter- talking to several, a couple of producers about it. Oh, wow. But now I'm like, it makes more sense to do a docu-series. We can like hit on lots of things. So maybe one episode's about intermittent fasting and like studying that and how your body changes with intermittent fasting. And like one episode can be about, you know, the keto diet versus, I don't know, there's so many things. Docu-series. Yeah. Well, Oh my god! One about that would like be... losing baby weight, like stuff like that. So many things. Can't wait for you to have a baby. I know. Ooh, so I many can't wait. Just wait to gain the thirty pounds when you have to have a baby. I that's know. fine. That actually sounds better. That could be part of the jockey series. I think that's a really great idea because there are a lot of moms who listen to this podcast, and it's whether you bounce back really quickly or not bounce back. I know that word is like trigger happy, but <laughs> um, whether like my sister, she literally was like on a run a week later, and she was fine and. I don't understand. You know, she looks Everyone's the exact different. same. Everyone's so different. And so, um, and that's, it does make me nervous. I feel like my hormones are going to go so out of whack that it's okay. my body's gonna, not going to know what to do. Yeah, it might not. But like, I, the, the dysmorphia is going to totally fuck me up. <laughs> It'll be fine. Guilty. Everyone's guilty of it. Totally. Um, speaking of dysmorphia, this is just a choppy segue. I want to know about your facials, your procedures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any cosmetics, because yeah. I feel like, remember I was telling you, I was like, you have been taking care of yourself. You've been doing the hair. You've been doing the, My like, gua sha. At the gua sha, this, everything. Yeah. What has changed skin-wise and facially? Like, what are your... I, pers- got, I did Accutane. Okay, yes. I was always against it just because it's, I mean, there's, it's poison. Like, it's not good for you. Yeah. It's definitely bad for you. But at the same time, like, you know, alcohol is not good for you. There's a lot of things that aren't good for you. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that as long as you're counteracting it with doing everything else mostly good, mm-hmm. then you'll be fine. So I had no like side effects to the Accutane. Mm-hmm. Um, Your skin looks amazing. Thank you. It to- I, I'm kind of I'm so mad I didn't do it earlier because be. I found a lot of things that worked for my skin, but they would only work for me for like you know six months to a year, mm-hmm. and then it, it would stop working. Mm-hmm. So Accutane so far <laughs> has been permanent. 
and then I got a nose job this year. Yeah. That I actually did have side effects from the um what's it called that puts you to sleep? The anesthesia. Anesthesia? You yeah, did. my hair started falling out. Uh, the anesthesia can cause hair loss. So um, I don't know if it was a combo with the breakup or like stress. stress from that and Do you mean like lots really... of breakage or was it like chunks? Oh, it was like not it was like falling out in like clumps. Really? Yeah. Happened for like three months. I mean, it was honestly like postpartum, you know, hair loss no that idea. people talk about. It's crazy. An- anesthesia could cause that. Oh, yes. Anesthesia 100% causes that. Are you breathing better? Yeah. I just have to train myself how to not mouth breathe. It's the only thing. Do you so wear- I've been sleeping with tape on my mouth. I was going to say, do you have a chin strap? No. Okay. So much easier. It literally looks like you're wearing like this bonnet around your head it wraps around your chin goes around your i'll send you the link for it yeah we we have one at my house because jake sometimes breathes through his mouth and when he sleeps and like he's he says it's really comfortable i tried it on i'll do it it looks like a a jock strap the problem is like when i breathe through my mouth like my gums like peel backwards it's the weird like up here oh peel backwards i see what you like they dry out and shrivel up yeah and like yeah it's and peel like away from your teeth mm-hmm. Ouch! so it's not good for me no it's not so i have all. to but i can breathe perfectly there are also fine there's mouth crazy breathe. side effects for breathing through your mouth mm-hmm. everyone needs to read the book breathe but then i got filler um from cameron in town where i got it so my left cheek is completely different like shape than my right cheek so i get filler in my left cheek just the left uh i get filler in my right cheek probably like once a year but okay. I get filler in my left cheek like every, you know, four months or something like that. Three months. Because okay. it's unnoticeable. It's, well, I was going to say, I couldn't tell. I was like, okay, the gua sha definitely helps oh, the to sculpt. the gua sha helps but... my jaw a lot. Okay. Because I don't do anything to my jaw. Is You have a jawline. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. From the gua sha. I need to get better about the gua sha. I, I love have, it. I definitely have like a heart-shaped face, so it's hard. Like I don't ever have cheekbones. I've never had cheekbones. It's like squished the gua sha. Need the gua sha. Yeah. Okay. And then icing in the face. I just use like real ice. I just use, I use spoons. Yeah, that's Real fine. ice is like, it, it's too much. It's too cold. It's too much. I don't like the cold. I hate being cold. Me too. It's the worst. As soon as I, I get change. cold, I'm, I'm staying cold. Also, okay. So you're doing a little filler. What about the lips? Botox. Are your lips just like that? No. So I was like, damn girl. Yeah. I actually just got like lip filler a month ago and i hadn't for like two and a half years but you already had lips i have lips yeah this is like i metabolize filler so quickly so i was getting i got botox done for the first time two years ago and i was like okay i love this it faded within maybe two months i know maybe maybe six weeks and then i did it again and it faded even faster yeah and she told me that i might need triple the amount of botox because you metabolize it so quickly um, and i have like a really meaty forehead so i kind of need a lot <laughs> like it's like thick you know what? some I'm people dead. have like thin wrinkles i have like filing cabinets dude that's funny but she said i would need three i was like i'm not paying nine hundred dollars every time i come in here that's insane no and we love botox i i but really gotta, loved it <laughs> triple the amount i'm gonna need to get disport or something cheaper what is disport Disport, so Botox, and I'm obviously not a professional. Oh, it's a brand. So right? Disport, like Botox, when you inject it there, it's just there. But Disport, I feel like I want to say that it spreads a little bit. Okay. I could be totally wrong. So you might need Disport. And I think I'm going to do Disport. Also, Botox is just the brand name. Oh, like, I didn't know that. You're just paying for the brand name of Botox. It's There are other neuromodulators that are cheaper, apparently. I'm, I'm the pro. I'm trying to think of what else we got done. We got laser hair removal. 
That was helpful. Yeah, you're you have dark I'm hair. Hairy. It actually works for you. And thank you for being open about it. <laughs> I love it. I really want to get Invisalign again because I lost my retainers like two years ago and my teeth have shifted. Um, I know you have a call coming up oh, in like in ten like, minutes. We're good. We can still talk for like fifteen minutes. Okay, great. Well, I obviously had that question, but I want to also talk about the book. <gasps> The um, human You're, design book? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Have you finished writing it? Okay, There's can, this one section that I'm obsessed with that we can read it here. I would love that. I would love to get Ellie on the podcast as well. I need to. The fact that I have oh, not. Oh yeah, you do. I have not. But Who she's not doing much to? human design stuff right now, is she? She's doing Psych K. Anyways, Yeah, Psych K and human design she's doing. Okay, let me read this. Yes. What it's is it called? Downloading. And... Tell us a little about the book. So the book is called Fuck the Shoulds, but we literally got an email yesterday or two days ago from one of Ellie's friends saying that she's writing a book with Hay House, which is a big you know, mm-hmm. publisher, and they're, it's called Fuck the Shoulds, Feed the Wants. <laughs> I swear. What is it? Fuck the Shoulds, Feed the Wants. So we're going to have to rename our book. <laughs> I think we'll name it like What the Fuck is Human Design or something like that. Yeah, but that was uh, fuck the should. They're doing the exact same thing. Can't you just say like F C K instead of F U C K? We can. We could still call it fuck the shoulds because we technically own that trademark. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm scared of Hay House. Yeah, I can. They're imagine. huge. All right, so I'm gonna read this. It'll take me like 45 seconds to read. Please. When you ask yourself or others what you should do, you are always asking the limited, conditioned part of you. When you ask yourself what you really want, you're asking the part of you that truly knows. Here's an example to help paint a better picture. So this is a story time. Ready? Oh, yes. You came here already. This is, you know, not real. This is just a story for the book. You came here already whole, fully equipped, a brilliant being. You have your own strengths, interests, and purposes, which is a wonderful, beautiful thing. You're incredibly artistic, creative, and feel called to create works of art. However, your parents taught you there's no money in art. They told you they wouldn't support that career path. They told you that you would only be successful if you got a real job, like accounting, something nine to five. They told you that being an artist just isn't a real job. This forms a framework of I can't, I should, I'm not good enough, I'm too different, I can't connect, it's not possible for me. This framework is a fear-based mentality, not a growth-based mentality. So due to this feedback, your parents' belief systems become your belief systems, and that's how conditioning happens. We refer to this narrative as the bitchy inner critic, but we must befriend her. She's not the enemy. She's just a voice we have to unlearn. She's not the truth. So even though you truly, even though you truly desire to be an artist, your subconscious beliefs take hold and your beliefs become your reality. You go to college and get a degree in accounting because that is what your fear-based programming told you to do, even though deep down you crave something different. You still love art, but you haven't painted in years. Many of us start off in the right direction. You get off track, remember, but remember, you can always find your way home. The moment you sat down in your business school class was the moment you started being someone you thought you should be. This is when you stopped sharing your magic. Because of this, you're no longer living in your flow. It feels hard and scary to keep up. You feel jealous, insecure, and unworthy. You suffer. You're doing what you're told you're supposed to do, and that feels like shit. You feel a sense of internal conflict until the divine intervention, which for us was an introduction to human design. Mm. This awakening can happen in little moments or big ones, unique encounters, hidden messages, signs from the universe. It can come in many ways, but the awakening helps us resonate with our truth. You remember who you came here to be. You remember that the thing that came naturally and easily to you is your true unique gift, that it's our purpose to share these gifts of creativity and art with others. So you pick up your paintbrush again, 
you begin to create again and over time you're realigned with your truest self back on the path that you always envisioned for yourself I love that isn't that sweet it's really sweet but it's direct it's not it doesn't feel self-helpy oh, it doesn't... I cried like the first three times I read it because oh. it just resonated <laughs> well you I mean you went to school and then you went straight into a nine to five yeah and and then like I mean when I started blender bombs I did it purely out of really creativity and like wanted to help people mm-hmm. and then it became like me having to run a business and like I don't know how to do that yeah <laughs> but you figured it out yeah but and I you- was still I was not able to be creative I was not able to do what I did to get the business where it is in the first place I think that that's something really important is that the the times in the beginning when you're in the kitchen like cooking with cat hair it's those are the fun times mm-hmm. you know the times that you'll look back on yeah but a lot of people see the end result and they mi- it's scary to be in the middle of it you know when you can't see the horizon you don't even know what a goal looks like you don't know what a plan looks like mm-hmm. but you've done a really good job of delegating enough work that you can get back into your creative now now that after we like hired this group to help us stream i mean it's honestly that's why I'm giving up equity. It's because I've got to get back to that point Yeah, uh, that made us grow in the first place mm-hmm. is being relationship based and being creative. Like those vision board boxes that, They're you know, beautiful. we were able to do that mm-hmm. because it's an idea that I came up with because I finally had the creative freedom mm-hmm. now that we had hired these two dudes to like control everything else. That's so good. Yeah. And it feels good mm-hmm. and it's exciting and like, it will inspire other things. And who knows, in, in 10 years, if you sell, when you sell blender bombs, you'll do the exact same thing and you'll start a, no, a new business. Mm-hmm. You know, this could just be what you're doing in your 20s and maybe 30s. And then your 30s, 40s, maybe you want to do something completely different. Uh, like, sure. a fas- like a fashion line. I have talked about that so many times. I definitely want to do a fashion line one day. You will. I know. You definitely will. But then it'll be more of a passion project because mm-hmm. you're like, there's no, nothing to prove and it's solely for you. Yeah, it'll be weird. So weird, weird fashion. So weird. Well, I'm just excited for you. And Thanks, I'm mom. I just can't believe all the shit that has changed and happened. I feel like 2022, end of 2021, beginning of 2022 has been wild for you. Like I'm gobsmacked. You were on- <laughs> I'm smacked. <laughs> There's so many more weird things coming up. Ooh, can you give us any hints? No. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll just have to wait and see. They're wild. I'm so excited. I know. Well, what are you most excited for coming up? I mean, that you can tell us. Hiring people, bringing in capital, bringing in the right investors. You cannot wait to hire people. Okay, and then what about personal life? What's the difference? Fair. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm Non-business. excited. Like, I'm excited for the first time. It's the first time ever I feel like. I don't want to travel all the time. Like when I was in my relation, my previous relationship, because we didn't have that, I was never satisfied, like just staying in Charleston, the two of us, because like my relationship didn't satisfy me. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly planning trips. And like with Alan, I, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. You but, like, can just be a stay. homebody. Yeah. It's the weirdest feeling. Like I'm excited about that. I'm excited about not needing to travel to feel fulfilled. Mm. You know, I'm glad I did travel. Everything happens for a reason. It's wild. What is the biggest thing you learned after the tumultuous breakup? Oh, God. I just wish – I know that everything happens for a reason. I know there's a reason why I stayed in that relationship for as long as I did. But I just – for anyone listening, like, if you know you're in a relationship you shouldn't need to be in, 
And again, I didn't know how to do it, but I just hope you guys can figure it out. Like, just get out of it. I couldn't do it, but maybe you can. Yeah. Any advice? <laughs> uh, listen to your friends. Like, they know. Like, your friends literally know. I yeah. had so many friends give me interventions and, like, tell me I shouldn't be in that relationship. Oh, my gosh. And coworkers. But I just, you know, defended him. I just don't get Because it. I know that I can get through anything. And so I just didn't let him bother me. You really, you didn't. You were like, I don't have time for this bullshit. And yeah. you were not okay quickly. But I mean, you kind of were. Yeah, I was okay quickly. Because I wasn't what? ever like fully in love. Yeah. I've had my heart broken before. And that was the worst thing I've ever been through. Not really, but one of them. It was yeah. hard. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, my heart was broken. I just yeah. felt betrayed. Yeah. But it wasn't like the same as a previous relationship breakup. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like you had like a loss of a loss. Yeah. Of a person. Yeah. I'm like, I hope you get hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't wish that because I just karma. No. But yeah. I wish him happiness. Yeah. Because like, things. you know, maybe if he finds happiness, he won't be that same way. And that's the thing. It really is just like any, anytime you put that evil out there in the world or not evil, but you know, you, you betray someone or you, you abuse a relationship or a privilege of any sort. It's just going to come back tenfold until you learn your lesson. It's like, honestly, the cheating is what bothers me. Like I get it. People make mistakes. People cheat. Like you're not having a relationship. You can get over cheating. It's fine. It's it's not fine. Like he's still trying to fuck me over still over the house. It's like, come on, you've done enough damage. Like, you know you didn't pay Time for to this. Go. You know you don't deserve this. Like, mm-hmm. just do do what's right. Yeah, exactly. Do what's right, not what the ego says. Mm-hmm. I need to go take some ayahuasca. Yeah, some I really love ayahuasca. You do, You guys did it, yeah? I did it. He, like, sat there, didn't do it. <laughs> Probably explained a lot. <laughs> um, I've actually been doing a lot of research on kambu. kombu. The it's um, It's this poisonous frog that oh. you like burn it into you you inhale something and then you burn it into you and it's a similar experience to ayahuasca ish but you have a crazy experience where you it's almost like an mdmt I'm dead. type of thing it sounds really cool um i kind of want to get a guy on the podcast to talk about it yeah you should but i want to do it first that's wild it, i it want to me chills really did you see anything when you did ayahuasca I didn't see anything. I just, the quote, life is just a game, just kept coming up like repeatedly for eight hours. I love that. Oh no. That's it. That's all I got out of it. But that's a big one. Mm hmm. That's a yeah. big one. And you still use it to this day. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, since this is all about resources and getting specific, what is one thing that people listening who know who you are or who don't know who you are, what is one thing? that you wish that they knew about you that they don't um (laughs) i don't know you tell them i can't think of anything you i wish that more people saw the back end of what you do but that's that's a that's an easy one Mm, that's an easy one they don't want to see that (laughs) i also i really am just so impressed by how much you are letting alan do in the relationship I know. Like, I love- oh, I've always been good at outsourcing. Okay. <laughs> it's never been an issue. But I mean, but when I trust someone, you know, you yeah, can, I'll give up the reins to the right person I trust. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, 
will be controlling in a relationship if they don't trust the other person. So, like, if you feel yourself being controlling, like, you wouldn't be controlling over somebody you trusted. That's a really good point. I'm not controlling at all. I feel like I'm like, go ahead. Please yeah. help. <laughs> go <Bye>. ahead. <laughs> that was so nice. Um, well, I mean, I think you are an open book. And so I feel like people do really know about a lot about you. I get taken advantage of a lot, though, too, because of that. Yeah. But. But whatever. I mean, is it by close <laughs> okay. fr- close friends? Like close people, yeah, sometimes. I guess, I mean, it's it happening right it now. Is part of it but i'd rather be trusting of people than like not you know i'd rather get burned a few times it's a tough life to be a skeptic all the time yeah it's exhausting be happy than miserable yeah and not to say that if you're questioning things you're miserable but it is really exhausting to go through your life you know guilty until proven innocent oh my god yeah exhausting well we love you on the podcast oh yeah and i'm so proud of you thanks where can people find you at Helen Hall and then at Blender Bombs and at Drink Tipsy. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. At Hustle Smoothie Bar. <laughs> I'm so excited for you and I'm so excited for the podcast. So, everyone be on the lookout for that. Yeah, we gotta figure that. that out. We have a lot to talk about. I'll connect you with Dave. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I know you absolutely loved that interview with Helen Hall and make sure you go check her out on Blender Bombs and at Helen Hall on Instagram. Also follow along with the Hotter Than Health podcast at Hotter Than Health podcast on Instagram, as well as myself personally, Eliza G underscore wellness. You can direct questions and DMs, anything that you want to know more about or hear more about on the podcast. Thank you so much again. And if you are feeling so inclined if you haven't already rate us five stars leave us a review on itunes and it is the best way for us to naturally and organically grow the podcast so that more people can find information and podcasts like hotter than health again i look forward to hearing from you all about what you want to hear more about and that was redundant so i'm going to get off of this microphone i have talked too much into a microphone today so without further ado i'm out and i'll talk to you all next week